From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. I'm Peter McCulley. Thanks for listening. The Parksville District Rock and Gem Club's fifth annual show takes place Saturday, April 29th and Sunday, April 30th at the Qualicum Beach Civic Center. The club's big event features an array of gem and jewelry vendors, rock hounds, mineralogists, geologists, and here to tell us all about that, we're happy to welcome club members Krista Stone and Jack Whittles. Thanks for joining us today. You're very welcome. We're glad to be here. Thanks for having us. So, Jack, I understand you're a geologist, having earned two degrees. Two degrees make it sound so exciting. I have a bachelor's degree in geology from UBC, and that was a wonderful experience. And then I ended up getting a master's degree in geology, paleontology, at Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas. So you worked your whole adult life in one of those fields, or both of those fields? Yes. I, As I was going to university, I worked for the geological survey for quite a few summers, and a little bit with mining companies. Actually, I switched... I got my career going as in forestry, believe it or not, doing geotechnical assessments. But I was lucky in that I get to use all my skill set in that field to try to prevent landslides for logging companies. So I get to walk uh, proposed logging roads and cut blocks before their roads are built and they're logged and apply my geology skills. And it's a wonderful career. And Krista, your last name is Stone. Is it really Stone? It kind of is very suspiciously like a superhero name for uh, hanging out with geologists. Yes, that's my last name. There's the Stones and then there's the Randalls. My grandma married twice because her first husband passed away. So her first husband's last name was Stone. And then her second husband's last name was Randall. So there's the Stones and thus Randalls. And I even found out in school later on that there's actually some stones that we're not related to. So there's two different sets of stones. (laughs) I think one set actually uh, ended up re- changing their name back in the day to Stone from something else. I'm not sure what that was. How did you two become involved with the Rock and Gem Club? We decided we needed to have somewhere we could go and work some of our rocks because we don't have all the equipment to do that. And we have a huge passion for rocks and working with them. And we wanted to uh, start up our own business to be able to uh, market our rocks. Yeah, we always had a passion for stones. I've been doing that for many years. And we went to a rendezvous in Parksville last year, which is the part of the British Columbia Lapidary Society, and we met a lot of wonderful people, and they encouraged us to join the Parksville group, which is the, one of the closest for us in Nanaimo, and it's been an amazing experience. And so for those who are unfamiliar, tell us about the club. What are some of the things that members can do? There's lots of things that members can do. We actually have outings and field trips where you can go on different rock hounding adventures and collect rocks on the beach or up in the mountains, all different areas all over Vancouver Island. We do club picnics and there's club sales where the club members sell rocks to raise money for the club to support the lapidary shop and everything that we do. With the lapidary shop, there's so much you can do in there. You can cut rocks, you can polish rocks because they have all different types of sanders in there. We also have group meetings every month where we all get together as a group to discuss group things and we have a speaker in every month to talk about something to do with rocks or of interest. Yes, actually, the speaker last night was John Derrick from Derrick Jewelers here in town, and it was amazing what he was able to tell us, just the details of his trade. Passing that along to us was just incredible. Back to the lapidary shop, we have some amazing mentors there who are willing to help anybody teach them how to get the skill set together to use the equipment and create incredible jewelry. There's Bob Jelinek and Doug Shewin, and so many of the members are so helpful. Like, yeah, it's been an amazing experience to take a rock that you find in the field 
and be able to make something out of it is such an incredible experience. And the lapidary shop has the equipment to do that. And like I say, the mentors and teachers to help you do that. They even actually go in around to different schools and teach the children and get them excited in rocks and going out and having adventures outside as well. So it's really neat. And it's great that you ran into John Derrick because he had such a long and distinguished career as a jewelry designer. Yeah, he's world famous for his designs and his enthusiasm and his ability to create. He's made his own tools from scratch and he just has such in-depth insights into the trade. It's unbelievable. And for folks who haven't been to the show, what can they expect when they walk through the door? You can expect all different types. There's some people will have raw rocks, some people have slabbed rocks, some people have have coasters and all kinds of things that you can cut rocks into. There'll be jewelry, there'll be gemstones, there'll be stuff when they send their raw rock away, they'll get product brought back in that they can sell. There'll probably be beads and then little tiny bits of things, probably gem trees and all kinds of stuff that you can make with rocks. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's just such a vast array of stones at these shows, all sorts of shapes and figures. And one thing I would like to point out is that the general public, I don't think, understands rock hounders. I think the general public thinks of them as someone who just goes along and picks up the odd rocks and puts them in the garden. But actually, a lot of rock hounders collect gemstones. That's what we focus on, in fact. And Vancouver Island is absolutely loaded with incredible gemstones. And there is a difference between the gemstones we collect, which are generally semi-precious, as opposed to the facetable, precious gemstones like diamonds that everybody knows. So, like I say, we have an incredible opportunity locally to get amazing gemstones. Do you think you could point me towards one of those gem trees? It's probably close to the money tree, right? No, I'm afraid it's not close to the money tree, although it could be close to the money tree if you sell them and you get money in exchange for them. So then it's like a trade-off. Yeah, that's <laughs> another thing that we learned with being part of the Lapidary Club, the Park Soul Lapidary Club, is that they trained us how to make gem trees. That was one of the classes that they put on. The, a lot of the mentors there will put on classes for us to go to, and it was a great experience to learn how to make gem trees. I visited your webpage and noticed that you've traveled extensively gathering various rocks and gems. Where are some of the areas that you've most enjoyed searching and what do you find when you're there? I often find a lot of incredible rocks with my work and I work in the Haida Gwaii and Vancouver Island generally. And some of my favorites have come from the Haida Gwaii in terms of just different like thunder eggs and some of the blue jaspers and different varieties that you can find. But locally between Nanaimo Parksville, Lake Cowich and Port Alberni, there's an incredible array of amazing gemstones that I think most people aren't quite aware of yet. It's becoming more and more aware to the general public, but it's just amazing for me. So, For me, my most favorite thing is creeks and rivers and stuff where you can, especially in the summertime when it's hot, you can go out and collect and then you can take a dip in the river and just enjoy your day and not just rock hound, but just go and spend a day at it. A little bit of lounge time, a little bit of rock collecting time and just take a whole day and leisurely spend it. I noticed you've got a YouTube page, and I was fascinated to watch you run up a creek and crack some rocks and and what you were finding, and they've been there forever, but you managed to fish something very unique out of what it was just a plain-looking rock. About a year ago, I became inspired to try this based on a fellow in the interior, Dan Hurd. He's been very successful, inspiring people to go out and look for gemstones, but actually put it on film and show yourself. And that's been an amazing experience. The other thing is our name is Whittlestone because I'm Jack Whittles and she's Krista Stone. She created the name Whittlestone. We love to show what we do. It's actually rewarding to show that and interact with people with a similar passion. You mentioned in the Parksville, Qualicum Beach, Port Alberni area that you can find a wide array of different types of rocks and gems. What kind of rocks and gems are we talking about? 
For one of them is Dallasite, and a lot of the general public probably isn't aware of this, but it's actually Vancouver Island's gemstone. And it's not really well known yet outside of probably British Columbia, but it's getting there. It's starting to become exposed throughout the world. That's one thing you can find right on the beaches here in Parksville is Dallasite and all the creeks and rivers, as Krista talked about, and up into the Beaufort Mountains. And that's one of the great local gemstones. And the other one we like to find is rhodonite. We actually have our own rhodonite claim. So we just found out recently it's not just rhodonite. It's got actually pink calcite in it because of the way it fluoresces, which is really neat. We were almost hoping it was rhodochrosite, but <laughs> alas. Our favorite claim so far right now is we found a rare purple gemstone called axonite. It's very spiritually an amazing stone, and usually it's brown. So to find purple is really just amazing. And that's only about 30 minutes from here. And what do you do with them when you find them? Do you make jewelry or...? The discovery is a really exciting part and then trying to figure out what it is. And again, because we're part of the group, there's a fellow named Jim McKinnon who's a mineral expert. So there's all sorts of experts in the group. They don't have to be paper qualified. They are experts. We thought it was amethyst at first, but Jim identified it as axonite. And so that was one of the stages. And then uh, cutting the rock is a big part of it because you want to cut it and see what it's like, determine its quality, low porosity and density, all that sort of thing, how it's going to cut and polish. Then you take it to the shop because we're part of the group and start cutting and polishing and trying to make things out of it and see where it goes from there. What are some of the more unique creations that you've been able to create from what you've found? Jack, he creates these beautiful hearts out of them. So they get these big, nice, beautiful hearts that you can have as a display piece. We also like to polish the rocks and just do like a polished face so you can set the rock as like on a desk and have it as your like inspirational piece. Or people could use it in their meditations and have it as like a meditation rock and to create balance. There's so many different things. You can do uh, a cabochon necklaces, which is what I'm wearing right now. If you can get small enough chunks, you can get those in a tumbler and polish them. You can sell little chunks of it. If you get them really tiny, you can sell the little chips, which you can actually make gem trees out of and stuff. So there's so many different things that you can do with one rock. And that way there's no waste. If you tumble it and you tumble all the little shards, all the shards can be used. There's all kinds of different unique things. And if anybody's wondering, a cabochon is a, basically a piece of jewelry that you can wear. You can set it in a, for a pendant or for rings or anything like that. So you mentioned uh, locally in the Parksville, Qualicum Beach, Port Alberni area, what you might find. Have you been further afoot? Have you been all over the world looking for rocks? Or what have you found and where have you found them? Well, I did my master's degree at Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas. So I've covered probably the western U.S. in terms of rock collecting and up to the Yukon. I've worked on gold mines from Nevada up to the Yukon, so that's a wonderful experience and always looking for rock. But for me personally, it was the last four or five years that I was always a gold, silver, copper guy and really fancy crystals. I never realized that stone could be nice and until I met Krista, of course. But just the general rock quality that we have here in Vancouver Island has been incredible. My experience is Western North America, essentially. And what we're trying to do through our YouTube channel is we're trying to promote that rocks are just as valuable as gold, silver, and even gemstones. They're not as popular as gold. Gold is like the number one. Like for popularity, gemstones rate way down here even, and then rocks are even further down. So what we're trying to get people to realize is that rocks and semi-precious gemstones and everything have really good value. In fact, if you take a mine and you look at that mine and you value out the gold and the silver and the copper in the mine... And all the process that you have to do to get that gold and silver out, actually, and then you weigh all the rock and you sell the rock by weight, it's actually more money than the gold, silver, and the copper. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. What's something about our area, geologically speaking, that people might not be aware of and surprised to learn? Actually, the geology is very complex in some areas. 
lots of different ages and that sort of thing. And not only is there gold and that sort of thing available, crystals, a lot of people are finding nice quartz crystals in Port Alberni, but there's a lot of fossils from the Nanaimo, which was born on coal. And uh, there's even a walrus fossil was found in Qualicum, I believe, at a, one of the developments close to the ocean. And that's an Ice Age fossil, very rare, and I believe it's in the museum in Qualicum. How would someone go about joining your club if they're interested? Where would they find out information? The Parksville and District Rock and Gem Club, they have a webpage and they also have a Facebook page. If you go on the webpage, you can find forms there to join the club. You can also go to the monthly meeting as a non-member and just see what if you like it or not. So in addition to the spring show, I understand there's a show coming up this fall as well. Yeah, the annual show is in the fall, and at that show you can get a lot of hands-on experience. They actually show you how to take a rock and work with it and that sort of thing. A lot of instruction, a lot of things for kids to do. Whereas this show that we have coming up in April is more of a... The members can actually sell some of the, their creations to make some money, and it's also the biggest focus of it is a fundraiser for the club because we always need funds to keep everything going. I'd like to thank Krista Stone and Jack Whittles for being with us on this edition of PQ Beat. If you have suggestions or comments, you'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Buying a home is an important milestone. Find the right realtor and the right listings for your needs at todayshomebc.com. Powered by Black Press Media. With easy-to-use search filters and direct links to realtors and their websites, you'll get all the information you need to find your perfect home. Search hundreds of local listings and get access to the top real estate professionals to help you find your perfect property. Get started now at todayshomebc.com.